5 Minutes with Phil, a daily devotion for people on the go. Brought to you by Tabor Church. Welcome back to the podcast. This is 5 Minutes with Phil. All right, so we're back here today. We're going to have some more covenant talk. Um, Yesterday we started it with uh, one that people don't often think about with covenants and and the one that was made in Eden. And now we're going to move on uh, to one that's a, a little bit. Uh, um, it's a and it, it's not a, always a clear sign of a of a covenant that was made, but we're going to kind of dig through it. Genesis chapter eight. There is the it's kind of the story, uh, the ending story of Noah. And you remember Noah? Noah got the you know the call from God to be able to build the ark. And as he was building the ark. He put it, uh, you know, put it all together. Took him a long, long time in order to be able to put it together. And then the rains came. You know, everything was washed out. There was it. It was not so good of a setting after the fall of of man, right? Uh, mankind, humankind, as we mentioned, um, lot sin took over. People were corrupt. Um, it was just a, a bad setting. And it wasn't good, and so God was kind of angry in that, and God kind of just said, "Hey, this is what's going to happen. Like we're, I'm just going to start over, but I'm going to take Noah and his family." Now you can make some commentary on that and talk about how that's, you know, that shouldn't be right. That shouldn't be right, right? And it just means that God hates sin. Um, and we don't have to make any further commentary because we can say we don't like it, and that's okay. God doesn't have to run his decisions by us. But this is where we get to the end of the Noah story. In verse 20, Noah built an altar to the Lord, and there he sacrificed his burnt offerings, the animals and birds that had been approved for that purpose. And the Lord was pleased with the aroma and the sacrifice and said to him, I will never again curse the ground because of the human race. Even though everything they think or imagine is bent toward evil from childhood, I will never again destroy all living things. As long as the earth remains, there will be planting and harvest, cold and heat, summer, winter, day and night. And then God blessed Noah and his sons and told him, be fruitful and multiply. Going back to Genesis chapter 1 and 2. Fill the earth, all the animals of the earth and the birds of the sky, all the small animals, you know, blah, blah, blah. I have given them to you for food, just as I have given you grain and vegetables. But you must never eat any meat that still has the lifeblood in it. And I will require the blood of anyone who takes another person's life. If a wild animal kills a person, it must die. And anyone who murders a fellow human must die. If anyone takes a human life, that person's life will also be taken by human hands. For God made human beings in his own image. Now be fruitful and multiply and repopulate the earth. I hereby confirm my covenant with you and the descendants. See, there is the official Verse 9, I hear, confirm my covenant with you and your descendants and with all the animals that were on the boat with you, the birds, the livestock, and the wild animals, every living creature on earth. Yes, I'm confirming with you. Verse 13, I have placed my rainbow in the clouds. It is the sign of my covenant with you and with all of the earth. So we know that this one is a covenant because God says it twice. 
he says, here's this covenant that I'm making with you. And then he gives them something visible to see, right? So after rain, the rainbow comes. So light refracting, all that other, I mean, it has all kinds of scientific stuff about it. But ultimately, that rainbow gives us a sign that says this is God's covenant. Remember it. So God wants us to remember the things that he says he's going to do and not do. But this one, this covenant is an un, an, an unconditional covenant. This is not one that's saying, hey, um, you know, don't do this. And if you don't, and if you don't, if you do that, then I'm going to, you know, reverse this covenant. There isn't a condition here. God says, I'm not going to do this again. That's my promise. That's a promise from God, and he says, and just so you know, here's the rainbow, and it's going to give you that significant sign to be reminded of this covenant that God is no longer going to, you know, flood the earth and and make sure that that never happens again. Now, yes, there are still floods. Yes, there are things that uh, the water destroys still, but not the whole earth. And that is significant because that means that if somebody's saying, all right, oh, I've got to, you know, God's telling me to build an ark because we're going to, no, God already said that's not going to happen again. Why? Because he gave us a promise. God is trying to establish his faithfulness. And in God's faithfulness is saying like that, that's unbreakable. Our faithfulness is, you know, iffy at best, but this is unconditional. God says, I'm never going to do this again, and here is the sign for our covenant. It's kind of somewhat of a ritual, but yet at the same time, it's very ceremonially put in the sky to be able to make sure that they knew as they looked upon that symbol, that sign, the rainbow, that they would be reminded of the covenant, and they would be reminded of God's faithfulness in that covenant. All right, that's where we're going to end for uh, today, talking about uh, Noah. Um, the rainbow was the sign, and, uh, and we'll be back again tomorrow with, uh, with another covenant of Scripture. Probably some of the ones we'll start on tomorrow, and then even further next week will be some of the ones that you've probably even heard of or recognize as covenants. So we'll be back again tomorrow. Take care, everybody.